He is standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Well, not quite. He's on a street corner in Ashburton. He's taken time out of his trip to Christchurch to talk to us, South Canterbury cropping farmer Colin Hurst, who's also the vice president of Federated Farmers. And good on Federated Farmers for getting stuck in to David Parker's unworkable freshwater reforms. Uh, Federated Farmers go on to say, while there's been no shortage of impractical regulation over the last six years, and goodness knows there's been that, it is without doubt the freshwater rules that have put the most pressure on farmers. And Colin, this this is tip of the iceberg stuff. We're just starting to see some of these proposed regulations from the regional councils now, and they're downright frightening. Yeah, hi there, Jamie. Yeah, no, definitely. We've, we've just seen what's coming out of Northland. You know, 40% of the farmers are going to be effective. If, effectively, there won't be any hill country farmers because we've got these... We're going to have to fence off the hillside, basically, to, to exclude the stock from these Well, these so, so, so you need a consent to, to farm on land over 25 degrees. Last time I drove through Northland, it was quite hilly in places. So that is, what, 40% of the, of the farmland ruled out? That's right. You know, it's going to be more trees, isn't it? Um, it's tough being a, a sheep, sheep and beef farmer at the moment with all the reductions in income and high expenses and whatnot, and let alone fencing. Well, it could be worse, I guess. Otago Regional Council's no better. They're proposing having to uh, farms have a cap of 2.5 cows per hectare, a maximum of 100 kilograms of nitrogen per hectare. This is a 15% reduction on current stocking rates. In Otago, this is a death wish for a country that's desperately in need of export income, surely. Oh, definitely, Jamie. I mean, you know, New Zealand survived on the back of the sheep's back, I suppose, but, you know, and dairy significantly in the last few years. So it's just going to be a downward spiral. And the other one that's released a plan, and I think there's something like 16 regional councils, so we've heard from Otago, Northland. The other one is Horizons. What have they come out with? Well, they've divided up into certain um, blocks, I suppose. The biggest one is the red zone, and they're saying between 50 and 100% reduction. Well, what's 100%? Well, that's no farming. It's, I don't know where these women idiots are getting their information from. It's going to put us out of business. Yeah? Well, it will, but we've had a change of government, thank the good Lord. You guys are obviously petitioning the incoming government when we get one actually officially formed hard to change these regulations. They're not set in concrete as as it stands at the moment, are they? Uh, well, it's business as usual until it's changed. So we've got the national policy statement. This, this is what's driving these regional uh, plans. So we're asking you government to repeal that piece of legislation. And um, was sending a strong message to Christopher Luxton, Winston Peters, and David Seymour. Um, this this just needs to happen. Um, there's just no question about it. We we can't survive. No, I can see that. Are the regional councils are they happy having to enforce these regulations at these levels? Uh, well, we're having discussions with them. Um, it's interesting. We we have talked to a few of them, and we've had some correspondence going after them. Um, a few of them have actually said, us, said to us on the quiet that it's going to take a bit of a slow pace until they see what pops up with the new government, which we would expect. Um, you know, these processes are really costly, Jamie. Uh, just for example, in Canterbury, the community, and that, that includes the farmers across the whole community, including the council, has spent $120 million on the last few years. And the Canterbury Council, Regional Council, are looking to spend another $60 million to implement the David Parker's fresh water regulation. So, 
180 million, multiply it by 16. It's a lot of money. It's, it's, well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge cost to ratepayers, and we all have to pay rates, unfortunately, to the regional councils. Colin, i got a bit of skin in the game here. I was at a farm meeting last night down in Southland, and we were discussing what to do about our freshwater plan, and do you know what we came up with? We're not doing anything. We're waiting and hoping. Yeah, yeah. well, the farm. this is the freshwater farm planning requirements for each individual farmer. So there's 35,000 farmers, and I've just done one. And, it, and it's cost me about $13,000 to develop the plan, let alone getting it certified and audited. It could be up to $20,000 for our farm. That's huge, Jamie. You multiply that across 35,000 farmers. That's a big chunk of money as well. Well, all I can say, uh, Colin Hurst, is good luck in your battle. On behalf of farmers, you guys at Federated Farmers, to try and get these uh, unworkable freshwater rules kicked into touch. Keep up the good fight and... Thank God we got to change the government or farming would literally be dead. Yep, thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. And, um, yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep the pressure on. Good on you.